Despite not being just back from Mobile World Congress 2020, Huawei still had some announcements to make and they still did them in Barcelona. And now, officially, here comes the Huawei Mate XS. The follow-up to the Huawei Mate X, a foldable that really captured the minds of a lot of people but never really made it into those people's hands. On this episode, TK Bay joins me as we talk about the impending foldable boom, as we talk about the Galaxy Z Flip, TK's experience with it, my experience with it, and also the way that it stacks up to the other foldables we're seeing in 2020. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have a nice discussional podcast here for you as TK Bay and I talk about foldables and the trends that we're seeing in 2020 after Huawei's announcement of their latest foldable. With all of that said, let's go ahead and jump right in. I, I'm actually, I'm really happy about the way, the way that setup I have in my office right now. It's a live streaming, video recording, video chatting, everything set up, and I'm loving it. Yeah, so. I know. This looks like a this looks like a new setup for you. Um, yeah. I, I mean, this is an audio podcast, so I can't show everybody. But no. in the past, we would have like, I, I, I in the past, yeah, I remember when you were on the show, you would have like the umbrellas in the background and a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, I've, I've had. Um, to, but this is a nice setup. I like it. Yeah, uh, it it took me a couple of months over the holidays to kind of get uh, things, you know, even the lighting behind me set up, all of that, like nice ambient light, and of course, nice. uh, we can. Uh, I am before this thing is at, and here we are. This is my normal video recording setup. Yeah, it's looking good. Um, yeah, and, <laughs> and I love it because like whenever whenever formats in the podcast tend to change and we are pretty much sticking to an audio-only format uh, at this point, uh, mainly because some logistics in the background are changing yep. that make audio a little bit, a little bit more useful uh, than having a video side because it's just the amount of ROI has not been so great when it comes to creating the video version of the podcast. Um, so you're still you're still going above and beyond with the camera setup. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and it's purely for you, sir. This is purely to honor <laughs> the Mr. Tech T, Mr. Joshua Vergara, all of this stuff. And, uh, no, it's appreciated. I love it, though. This is yeah. great. So whenever you do any videos like with this kind of setup, it's going to be great. It, I'm just using the Surface Pro X and the <laughs> camera. We're like, slumming. no, 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 dude. I, I love I, I'd love to even be able to check it out one day. The Surface Pro X. I mean, I saw a little bit of it with um, when we were at uh, the Qualcomm Summit last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Michelle had one, and yeah, that that thing is nice, slick. It, it just looks really, really good. And um, you know, the the new chipset from Qualcomm is very powerful, so I'm I'm really happy. And I saw the I think Samsung even has a, a version that they released at CES, right? They showed. I it, think so. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, I forgot the name of it. I did a quick hands-on with it, but same. It's nice. I was I was mostly focusing as far as this like form factor and type of laptop is concerned. I I still want a crack at that uh, Galaxy Book S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to try that one out. Um, but you know, nothing yet from the Samsung guys, unfortunately. Sure. What's funny is a thing like this is basically a super-powered tablet, which is a good thing. Uh, but it also means that there's a rear camera, and I'm still kind of unsure as to why someone would use this laptop as a camera in a way mm-hmm. but it was funny because I, I got on a skype call with somebody earlier um uh funny enough it was about the logistics of the podcast but the rear camera activated at first mm-hmm. and um <laughs> of course my uh tk and i don't uh we don't hold any bones about how nerdy we are and how geeky we are about stuff i mean you can again not a video podcast but you can see goku's right in the background exactly <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no i and there's a bunch of those uh boxes in the background of all the products that you're looking at this is my little trophy spot and um yeah it, it it grows and it changes depending on what i have 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, when the call started and I turned on the camera, the, the Service Pro X defaulted to the rear camera and it was just this big image of Kirby because I have this little Kirby thing. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't catch it at the beginning, but yeah, dude. I was just like, oh, uh, whoops, sorry, sorry. We, we could talk that way. Uh, it's, it's an interesting concept to have. I mean, for, for quite some time, I felt like the cameras on, on the back of a tablet is not very useful, mostly because they generally don't perform well. You, you know, you don't really mm-hmm. use them unless you're trying to show something to somebody out from the other side. But uh, the Surface Book, I think, yeah, Samsung's laptops are definitely getting better with the, I think it was it the new chipset from Qualcomm is very powerful as well as, of course, 5G, which is what I really love seeing there. Just getting more of that fast connectivity on tablet or even mobile PCs. So it's, it's definitely oh, yeah. appreciated. Oh yeah, totally. Um, all right, cool. So uh, as far as uh, as far as products that you've been checking out and things that you've been doing over on your channel, TK, uh, I just saw. Uh, I started watching. Unfortunately, wasn't able to finish your video on the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip. Yeah. Um, was... By the way, nice color scheme on that thing. I see the blue and yellow. I saw that. You know, we were pretty close to the colors that I, I saw on yours. I saw a tweet from you actually with. Uh, I think you had the blue and a slightly different color, right? We we both did a. Oh no no no! Skin. I, I you, you know me. I'm black and yellow all the way. All the way. <laughs> it comes to all of these. Black and yellow, it's got to match my shoes, which funny enough, I haven't been wearing lately so <laughs> i saw yeah and i saw a tweet from uh isa not that long ago she found somebody else with the same colors so <laughs> yeah exactly which immediately makes me want to hurt them because those, those are my shoes <laughs> true true but at least now you know you have a doppelganger so at least you're good you know they found your doppelgangers there it exists indeed mm-hmm uh, so um, I again, I haven't been able to get through the entire video just yet since we had to, you know, record this episode. I'm going to finish the video a little bit later. Yeah. Did drop a like though, just so you know. I but uh, <laughs> always appreciate. It. Uh, but yeah, some uh, like I don't want you to um, expound too much on the video and like and like ruin it for everybody. But like you know, some thoughts from you about the Galaxy Z Flip you want to share. Uh, so. So I've had this device, I think, almost as long as everybody else's. I mean, it's been literally two weeks since it dropped. It dropped on the 14th of February. Using it as a daily driver, I love the form factor. Um, once I got a case or a skin on it, I think I felt a little bit more comfortable with it. And I would say that it's it's definitely the best foldable phone that Samsung has made to date. A lot of cool factors in there. Great. Uh, in the review, I there's a few things going on as far as some of the things that you know that I felt like it was a little bit of a concern on my end, namely like the fact that at launch we didn't have Dex built into this, which we saw the same thing happen with the Galaxy Fold. Oh, yeah. Uh, so to me, things like that when you're using a device like this, I, I like to have a functional factor to it because I have the uh, you know the laptop docking station that we you know that I've reviewed not that long ago, the Next Dock Two. And I would have loved to have this as my daily driver, plug it into the next stock, launch decks, and just do my daily activities as opposed to having to lug around my entire laptop or, you know, a full Chromebook with me. You know what I mean? So yeah. just little bits there, here and there. But um, I like the device and I really would have loved to keep it. But at the end of the video, I did decide that I'm, I'd probably end up being a little bit better if I decided to go with, like, say, an S20 Ultra. So I'm... I may be switching from the uh, Z Flip to the S20 Ultra, but nothing to do with the phone. It's mostly a uh, a financial thing on my end that I need to kind of work out some stuff. But, you know, it's a great phone. Oh, yeah, I feel, I feel the same way about all of these phones, to be honest. Like, there's so many things that are coming out right now, and they're all, like, priced. Basically, it's like, one of the main analogs that I feel like reviewers use is mm-hmm. laptops. If yeah. a phone is as much as a laptop, for most of us, because laptops are the way that we make our 
work happen and our livelihoods, we'd exactly. rather buy the laptop. <laughs> well, I mean, because at the end of the day, it's competing with what we what do we use to produce to be to be creative. What do we use on the road? Absolutely. Um, you want to you want to be as lean as possible in the sense of not having to bring too much gear, but just bring the right amount. Like the Surface Pro uh, Book X, you know, it's a great laptop, and you know, it works great. It's connected. It it has a lot of the functionalities. Windows on ARM. We're getting better compatibility there. I mean, I, I really want to see Adobe Suite on there because that's when mm. it starts becoming something that I can truly decide to kind of jump in. They kind of teased us and said that they're working with them and it's coming. Uh, but yeah, for me, it, yeah, it's it's the size, it's the price of a laptop. It's a, and we're not talking like a very powerful laptop, but it's the price roughly of a, I'd say even an MSI G60, a gaming laptop, like around fifteen hundred bucks. You can get a phone for that price. Which you know, which one would you use? Which one would you prefer to pick up? So. Uh, yeah, totally. I definitely want to get my set my hands on with the 20 Ultra. Uh, I I really didn't have enough time with it at Unpacked, and I can't wait. So hopefully next week we'll you know I think where most of the pre-orders will start shipping out. But speaking of which, actually, how how are things with you? How do you like the uh, the? I saw your video on the uh, S20 Ultra on the the camera. That was nice. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm enjoying both of these phones and. At some point yesterday, uh, by the way, um, I'm still trying to get my video on on the Skype call. That's just not working out. Uh, but anyway, the, the um, what, yesterday when I was running around, I actually had a nice thought. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know how nice it is if you if you're not a loyalist or if you're not a fan. But in my pocket were two expensive and very high powered current mm-hmm. Samsung phones. Yeah. So I was like, I'm literally a Samsung guy right now. Like, you know, my left pocket is just full of Samsung at the moment. And <laughs> even on top of that, I'm using the Galaxy Buds and the case was in the same pocket. And I'm like, literally my left pocket is just full of Samsung right now. It was crazy. Um, but it, I, I'm loving both, to be honest. And I know that the, this this very morning, right now we're, we're recording on February 28th. This morning I woke up to a very nice constructive uh, conversation happening on twitter about the updates to the s20's camera yes and that some people are talking about some of the autofocus issues and stuff like that um and it made me think and this is a conversation that i feel like i'll have on a different show but i i I had the thought that i guess i don't don't know not everyone thinks like me which is what danny's danny winget said when i expressed this on twitter Mm -hmm. when i come across a problem on a phone or something that is not as good as it probably should be Mm -hmm. i don't really like rage out about it i generally just think oh well that's not great that's not ideal but that's what they gave us so i don't really view it as a i don't i don't i I view it in a vacuum in a way where the phone was tuned like this would i like it to be better because i know that there's better out there absolutely but i'm not going to immediately say that this thing is trash yeah i I agree and you're right because you do you want to understand that not there's no such thing as a perfect phone. Every phone has to make certain you know decisions and uh, you know different form formats as far as you know size, shape, battery you know format, the camera bump on the back, and all of that stuff. And if you want to nitpick about it, yes, obviously there are things you can find. But at the end of the day, uh, you know it's a Samsung phone, and this is what Samsung wanted to do. They can do things obviously in the software wise to to improve things. And I think they did. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, uh, they did actually mention that they were they are going to address it before a public release. So. Hopefully, within the next you know few days before people start getting their devices, uh, this update will be waiting for uh, for them uh, on the device. They just turn it on, update, and boom, everything is working. So, I don't see it yeah, as a problem. Yeah, I feel like 
I feel like there are ways of explaining certain things like that, you know. And and mm-hmm. what was funny was I, I hope a couple of people chuckled at the way that I ex- uh, addressed it on Twitter. Like it's the GH five syndrome, the GH five mentality. Oh where, man, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm using the GH five, kind of but looking, yes, yes, yeah. You're looking at it and you're trying to use the autofocus on the GH five, and even though it could be way better, you also think to yourself, well, that's just one of the pitfalls of what Panasonic did here. So mm-hmm. when I think about the, and we're going to talk way more about S20 next week. Actually, I can say now that we're starting to sort of schedule things more ahead of time as far as the audio podcast is concerned, next week, actually, Jaime and I are going to get on. And it's going to be a show all about S20 Ultra. Uh, but, you know, we're talking about it a little bit now because this is an analog for the Galaxy Z Flip. But anyway, the autofocus on the GH5, you can explain it away because it is contrast focused or contrast mm-hmm. detect. And it's not an ideal way of, uh, of doing autofocus for a video. But then when you look at the S20 Ultra's specifications, they because they were using a new sensor, they did away with dual pixel autofocus, which mm-hmm. is a fantastic autofocusing system. So in my head, knowing those things, I'm like, oh, okay, so the autofocus is not as good as before. Okay, I can see why. But <laughs> but then, of course, there's the other side of the coin where everyone's just like, you know, no, update it. It's got to be better. It's got to be this way or that way. And I'm like, I agree with you. But at the same time, it's like, this is what we got. And... Um, one of the things I really want to impart when it comes to my camera test or with any video that I do, whether it's on JV or on pocket now mm-hmm. is like, is it perfect? No. And I will say so, but is it enjoyable? And that's what I want to impart. That's what I want to actually express. And that's what I hope people take away from it. And I'm sure you probably feel very similarly with content that you make. Oh no, of course. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, I always like to, you know, just lay it out as, as it is and not necessarily add, you know, I, I don't want to make, make it about myself. Let the tech speak for itself. And, um, Samsung is, is a, is a very good, um, the ecosystem and the way they actually do things with it, it works very well. They do update, they do provide more things. They've been great with software updates. So for me, uh, if I'm doing a review for either gaming or video, or even like you said with the Z Flip earlier, I will give you guys the experience of how I saw it and explain to you if this is a just a deal breaker, if this is something that this is that's how it is. If you like it, you're good. If you don't, there are other options on the market. It's not the end all be all kind of thing. Um, and I like it just to kind of, you know, let the let the viewer make their own decision at the end of the day and then at least feel more informed at the end of it. You know, this is how the camera will perform. This is how it looks, um, you know, and uh, and I appreciate you also putting that comment in there saying, you know, I didn't use the hundred times zoom just to creep on somebody from across the, uh, the pond in that yeah. video. Is, so uh, it, it's definitely uh, appreciated and I and uh, definitely very nice. So if you guys haven't checked that out yet, please make sure to check out uh, Josh's video. It's it's up on the channel. Great, great, great video. Yeah, and then don't forget about TK's Z Flip video as well. Like <laughs> um, the uh, so as far as the Z Flip is concerned, yeah. Um, I am actually in the middle of script, not really scripting, but outlining my upcoming, my patented top five complaints video, and um, which I always love because it always makes some people really angry that I'm using the word complaints. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I, I hear you. Yeah, but Samsung. this is the thing, though. Like these are these are conversations that need to be had. They don't have to be had in in terms of like absolute anger or they don't have to be harsh no. uh it literally what i when i do those videos and i probably should be doing them more after the uh review unit comes in rather than before mm-hmm. uh, i have done it before in the past but you know it just happens that way sometimes um these are literally things that as you're using the phone you'll probably say to yourself what we were saying earlier about the s20 um autofocus like oh that sucks okay you know like it's it's just it's more like that rather than me going what the frick you know like what the hell 
Um, but yes, as far as the Z Flip is concerned, I have a question for you before we get into our mid-break real quick. Go ahead. And then we'll talk about our main topic for today. What I wanted to ask you was, does the Galaxy Z Flip still make you feel like you're an early adopter to this new form factor we're seeing in smartphones? Having used the Galaxy Fold for an extended amount of time, not not as much. Not as much. Not the as the much. Z okay. Flip for me, right, uh, like right out of the box, holding it in the hand, using it, um, felt natural to me. Felt like I'm using just a smaller version of the Fold. Uh, the okay, maybe it's a 50-50. It does provide us a form factor that we didn't have before. And I'm, I'm only going to pull this back mostly because uh, last week when you and I got a chance to hang out for a little bit during our uh, LG V uh, V60 hands-on kind of. Um, you saw that I was actually, you know, trying to, I, I try to find fig- different creative ways to use the Z Flip, not necessarily just in the standard way, right? I was using it to kind of see how the other, the side of the display on the V60 was working. And I think that's the unique factor from it. The fact that the hinge is new, that's what makes it very new to me. But it felt mm. it felt like something that was derived very heavily from what I've been using with the Fold. Uh, the Fold had that just... Yeah, like every time I open up the fold, I was still very happy, even months after I've been using it. So to me, that Z Flip right now just has that very nice, very small form factor when it's in the pocket. You take it out, you use it very good. And it's a it's a head turner, actually, if nothing else. Everybody just every time I open up the phone, they're like, What are you doing? Like, what did did you just yeah. is that a phone? You know, so it, it's it's still new, it's fresh. I like it. Do you try again? This is actually this is the last question I want to ask before we get into the mid break. Uh, <laughs> do you go out of your way to use the phone when people are around you because you're wondering what the reaction would be? Um, I've only done that twice. Um, okay, but so it, but it, it, I, I, it was it was intentional. Mostly, it, it was basically to feed into almost a, a group setting. So uh, I was having lunch with a group of friends that generally always start off a conversation with what is TK playing with now? So I pulled out the phone and I said, you know, and you know, obviously you guys can't see this, but essentially I opened I took out the phone, folded, put it on my hand and then just manually opened it up and then showed everybody. And that was about the, the extent of me showing it off. But what's happened before is where I get a notification, I take it out of my pocket and as I'm putting it to my face, people were like, what are you doing? Like they're looking <laughs> weird at me. You know, like, what is that? So I, I, I like it. It's nice. It's a... It's part of the experience. It's part of the reasons you would want to get a, a Z Flip. It's actually getting those that attention. You know, it's most yeah. phones look the same, really, from the back, right? This, especially with the colors that you know we're going with, very easily noticeable and very nice, and uh, always brings a smile to people. So I like it. Yeah, I I think I, I I'm I'm ashamed to admit this, but I have been in multiple grocery store lines yeah. and I go out of my way to fiddle with the phone more often than not. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think maybe once or twice I've heard like an audible gasp from somebody behind me like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but that's that's what you want. You you want to be able to have that that excitement, that that nice new shiny toy feeling, you know, uh, for what which is something that we miss now, right? We get new specs, we get new, you know, uh, new features added, but the outside form factor we've been stuck with for quite some time. And I feel like mm-hmm. the Z Flip and the Fold uh, give us that, that ability of getting that, you know, just, wow, this is cool, you know? And and, I'm, yeah, and I can't yeah. wait to see what, what else comes out this year. This year is going to be the year of the foldables, which I'm really happy to see because these are things that we've been teased for before and now we're starting to see more stuff come out. All right. So as far as foldables are concerned, I think we're kind of touching upon this whole idea that when a product is cool or feels cool it makes us feel cool and 
I really think a lot of these companies are going all in on all of that. And this past week, which was obviously supposed to be Mobile World Congress, yes, uh, we had a few people going to Barcelona still, and they were the lucky ones who got to go to one of the few events that still happened, and that was Huawei's announcements. Yeah. Um, so there were some some videos coming out about the Mate XS, which I think that's literally what they're calling it, right? The Mate XS. I think so, yeah. Which, yeah, you know, I'm a Uniqlo shopper, and whenever I see XS, I think it's too small for me. It's too and small, like, <laughs> extra small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I wanted to give a few. Uh, I wanted to give a few reactions to this. Like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, we did all take a look at the Mate X last year at MWC. Got a few really cool looks at it and whatnot, but it didn't really go anywhere. Like, this is the phone that, while they will always announce it in different places, they tend to just stay at home, which is to say China. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think that's, we're not that's too sure the what the case will be it. with the Mate XS. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm hoping with the fact that, well, I got to take that back because I was saying they did the same thing last year. They showed it to us at MWC. Uh, we saw it with some people touched. I think Jaime was the one of the few that had a chance to play with it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I'm really hoping they do bring it out. Uh, I mean, and it is like around 2,500 uh, euros, I think, overall. It's not going to be a cheap phone. But it it offers oh, yeah. a, such a good, unique experience. And I had a chance to play with it when... Um, uh, what, my myself and Jaime, I think last year we had a chance to go to a Huawei uh, week, uh, like the I think was it the uh, media retreat or something like that, and we had a chance to play with one, and it actually it is pretty solid. It's a very good phone. I mean, not this version, but the the first gen. And uh, at CES, actually, they had one on the show floor, so I'm I'm happy that is, they bring it around. Am I am, okay? So I need to remember because I had I did I did pull up the spec sheet here, and mm-hmm. as I was watching a couple of videos of the Mate XS, is this one not a little bit bigger than the original Mate X? It seems like it almost, right? So like once they fold, once they unfold this thing, and well, okay, so one of the cool things about this phone is that there's a little latch, and you hit this button, and it just snaps out. It springs out, um, yeah, yeah, exactly, which yeah. is nice because you don't have to worry about how it actually opens up or closes. Exactly. And then when you unfold it, this literally looks like a tablet. Like the Galaxy Fold does look like a tablet, but there's this whole idea behind it that's like, oh yeah, well, this is liter- this this is there's something about this that's not quite tablet like. The Mate mm-hmm. XS, on the other hand, is a slab. This is a thin I think the depth over here is uh five point four millimeters. That's mm-hmm. very, very thin and it's just all screen all the time. Yep. Uh and the whole idea anybody that loves the Galaxy Fold will say, you know, it's it's a it's a weird it's a kind of a weird looking regular phone but then when you open it up that's when the fun begins yep. and this one is just even more so in that direction eh well i mean because the the outside the, well i was going to say the outside display the you, it's all display as you said so the display for the uh, for the uh, mate xs or the mate x and the mate xs uh is all the outside the outside part of the, the device uh, as you said you push the button it exp- opens it up and it becomes a full tablet but when it's closed, it's actually a full device, the size of the uh, yeah. the P30 Pro. So it was such a great experience just to have that unfiltered, un you know unmodified experience of a smartphone. And if you want the tablet, you turn it on. And even if you keep it closed, there were some additional software features they added with the camera module, which I think the Z Flip does a little bit of. And I think you probably tried this, uh, Josh, where you use that little display on the outside. And you're giving the, the the person that you're taking a picture of or a video of a little bit of a preview so they can compose the picture. But the, the, the Mate X did that so much better. It was almost the whole display. And you can see yourself and it worked great. So really excited. Plus the 5G with the brand new Kirin 990, similar to the way we've seen it, obviously, with the Mate 30. Well, yeah, the Mate 30 Pro. So it, it's definitely 
it's a, it's a powerhouse. It's a great device, and I'm pretty sure it also supports uh, EMUI desktop, which is uh, one of the best other alternative, obviously, to Samsung's version. But it definitely works great as a as a desktop replacement for your PC. You plug it into a laptop, mm. and you're able to just get everything out of it. So I love. I really, really wanted to get my hands on it. I wanted to come out outside of China, and I'm hoping that yeah, the the uh, the XS comes out, especially since yeah, they supposedly I, I, fixed some things with it as well. Yeah, it, they they made a big deal about the hinge being stronger, that mm -hmm. the screen is a little more resilient. I'm still I'm loving the fact that all of these phones are finding ways of using the rear cameras as opposed to a like lower powered front camera. Exactly. When it comes to yeah, because I, I I love all of these concepts because one of my only complaints with the Z Flip is that that tiny little screen doesn't help you that much. Like if no. you keep the phone closed, you can use the rear cameras and that's cool and all, but you can't record. Video video nope. and it doesn't give you a whole lot to work with uh if you really want to take like a vertical video you got to use that front-facing camera still and that 10 megapixel camera is just not great no and and it it so it it's i think more of the form factor what the z flip is trying to offer us but i think where they made our uh, the xs is trying to give you is the best you are going to use the best cameras at any time you want to use the camera so I think it's a good opportunity to do that. And I think the Fold did that a little bit better where you were able to use that smaller display, which was a little bit more functional. Uh, again, it, it's the form factor. If you want it to look like a regular smartphone, I think the Z Flip works great. If you want to have that tablet experience, I think the Fold fits it in there. And then if you just want to go really crazy, I think the Huawei Mate XS is, is just like... It's what I envision that a foldable really needs to function as. And I still say that it's, in my opinion, the better of the two form factors between the Fold mm -hmm. and the XS. I feel like the XS does it better. Um, you know, I, it just, for me, that's that's what I want. I want a full fo full phone that turns into a laptop, not a small phone that opens up to a laptop or a tablet. I'll I love because uh, this is the uh, this is the Huawei site, the actual HuaweiConsumer.com site that uh -huh. I'm looking at for the specs. I love that under color. Uh, it says interstellar blue, but in reality, shouldn't it just say screen? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, you can have whatever color. color you'd like. Uh, just turn on, <laughs> yeah. change the color. Exactly. Uh, almost like the Mi Mix Alpha. Yeah. So where do you land on? Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I was gonna I was gonna segue into that, but I actually want to leave the Mi Mix Alpha for last because I think, like, spoiler alert, it's the one I'm most excited for. Mm -hmm. If I'm completely honest. Uh, but as far as the Mate XS is concerned, and as a way to kind of cap it off, I've been seeing a lot of reactions to the Mate XS of people saying, that's awesome, that's great, but no Google, no sale. And I'm wondering where you land on that. So for me, that's it. That's more of a personal preference. No Google, no sale doesn't really stop me. I mean, uh, I can't show you guys, but I'm like, I have a V30 Pro here from uh, from Honor. You can sideload whatever you need onto the device to work with it. It's not going to be the most ideal situation right now. For me, I need Google services. I need Gmail, and I, but there are ways you can go around it. It's not the end-all, be-all kind of thing. Uh, it's not an it's not a showstopper for me. It wouldn't stop me from getting a device like this, even at twenty four hundred uh, euros, uh, even if it doesn't have Google Play services on it. Uh, mostly because I have ways of going around and trying to get what I need on the device to make it work. Um, the, at the end of the day, it's at this point, it's something that we need to wait to see how how things go. I, I hope at some point or another that the situation gets resolved. And mm -hmm. uh, with a simple update, all of these things could just basically be preloaded and everybody goes back to normal. Uh, but I did, yeah, so for me, not, not an issue, but it depends on the user. So, you know, some people may have a concern with that. Um, 
But I think the way we've seen it with the way Honor and, and Huawei are both trying to approach devices now is that they're trying to provide alternative options within their app gallery. So the, the hope is that we have enough of an ecosystem that kind of supports it and, you know, people can make yeah. a decision from there. All right, great. I love I love that perspective. That is a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned something earlier. Oh, is someone calling me right now? One sec. Eh, I'll do it later. Um, okay, I'll just let that go. All right. Uh, you mentioned uh, a second ago, uh, this is not necessarily a foldable, but I do want to make sure we, we, we add like a minute. We don't have to go too long on this one. Um, you mentioned the V60 ThinQ, uh, LG's, I, I want to say sort of like answer to the foldable like like craze. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that I do, one thing I do really like about LG's approach is mainly the fact that this is one of the only quote-unquote foldables that literally just undoes itself into a simple phone. Mm -hmm. Because I think some of these manufacturers are going way too hard in the paint trying to create form factors that are freaking crazy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just need to keep it closed or okay. maybe uh, undo it. You just need a phone. That's oh, I mean. Yeah, or, or if you don't want it, you could just take the phone out of the, the actual case and, and use it like a regular phone. And if you do need it, it's a great option. And it, yeah, it, it adds a function and it adds a purpose which I think uh, LG has proven with the, you know, I think with the V50, the G8X, and now with the, you know, hopefully soon with the V60. Uh, Quick shout out to Edgar Cervantes. He's the one who's blowing my phone up right now. Uh, <laughs> timing, timing, Edgar. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Ed. I will respond to you in a second, Edgar. I'm so sorry. Um, but yes, I, uh, you and I were able to take a look at the V60 ThinQ, and like, there's a lot to like about that particular phone. And again, just like we're seeing with like the Mate XS, like I said before, um, not only is it a quote-unquote foldable or a dual-screen device is what LG is calling it. That's a better way to put it, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's a big thing, too, though. I said I use the word chonker more and more these days. It's a chonker. <laughs> it is, yeah, I mean, when with especially with the case, if you think about it, because it's it's a bigger phone that got a bigger battery in there. Um, we have dual displays, so essentially double the exact panel. Like they're using the same panel on both sides of the actual, you know, the secondary display is using the same full HD plus resolution display. So uh, and then of course top that off with a five thousand milliamp battery. They they went bigger on that, but uh, my mm -hmm. hope is that. The case becomes more functional than just necessarily as an accessory because as I was using it in my video for the for the V60, I used the case to prop the phone up to actually see and do a video recording with it, which I felt like was a much better implementation. So it, there is some need for it and I think it works great. But uh, hopefully in future generations, it get a little bit thinner as opposed to trying to get bigger at the, the you know, the fold, I would say the thickness of the Galaxy Fold almost. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that more as uh, you know we were able to just get like one one hour look on it. It was barely yeah, um, it was barely a hands on quickly, and uh, I know some people were like, "Hey, how do you like the phone?" I'm like, I don't even have it. Nobody has it. We all yeah. had a chance to play with it, and then they sent us home empty handed. So it's okay. We'll <laughs> maybe soon. We'll see. We'll see how things go. Well, speaking of empty handed, I feel like probably very few of us are ever going to get a look at Xiaomi's answer to all this, which is not necessarily a foldable, but the screen is wrapping around the entire device. I'm talking, of course, about the Mi Mix Alpha. Alpha, finally, um, not, no longer renders and behind glass somewhere. We're starting to see people holding the phone, which is nice. I'm so excited about this one. I can't even contain it, to be honest, because as fragile as the phone will be, and there are so many things I can crack on this device, it 
it addresses a lot of things that we've been talking about in this video. Like the, you get a wraparound screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to become a tablet. But no. again, just just from a personal standpoint, I don't really need a tablet. But I love that you can use all of the screen for various things. And the whole idea of using the rear cameras as your main cameras, I mean, you turn that thing around, turn on the cameras. Yeah, you have all all of those all of those lenses ready to use. I love that idea. Uh, quick reactions from you, not quick, but reactions from you about the Mimix Alpha. So I, I'm, I'm, I was surprised to see how, how true to the renders and the images that we've seen before they, they look like. And, you know, especially for Marquez's video when he was holding it and turned it around, you know, the, obviously there, the, the touch cancellation on the side, making sure that it doesn't false initiate things that didn't look like it was an issue. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's it's a interesting, unique look. Definitely great for if you want to change the color of your phone, just change your wallpaper. You know, you just, you want a blue phone? Congrats, it's a blue phone. You want a black? Yeah. You know, it changes and it'll work with you. So I'm excited for it. I like the uh, the the aesthetics of it. Um, first thing that jumped to mind, of course, is how do you protect the phone like that? Obviously, it's mm-hmm. it, it's that's the first thing because. Those are some of the things I was concerned with the Z Flip uh, when I first got mine because it was super slippery. I was always worried about dropping the phone. I was like, people were like, oh my God. So you had to put a skin on it. So with this one, cases are going to be very interesting as well as you can't put any kind of skin or cover for it. Um, and so excited, very nice. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm hoping somebody here in the US, somewhere close to me, maybe you or somebody else I know, gets it. So I, I, I'll drive over there just to check it out, just to see how it looks. But uh, I'm excited about it. I think uh, I think the Mimix moniker is holding holding to true to what we've seen in the past. It's Xiaomi is yeah. pushing the limit, uh, making sure that they're providing bleeding edge new type of tech. And I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more companies following suit and creating con- you know devices with wraparound displays. Because we already know we can fold them. Why not now use that fun- functionality, make it more functional on the back? So it's it's exciting. Yeah, yeah it's it's super exciting. And, you know, it's, again, it's it's still just a solid, well, well-made phone mm-hmm. uh, on the inside. So you still get all the right specifications. It's probably, I mean, Xiaomi's never shied away from having the top specs. Uh, oh, sometimes no. they're the first people to use Snapdragon processors. Like, it's, it's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but... I love I love that we're going in this direction, and um, I wish that there was more that we could talk about uh, in regards to the Mi Mix Alpha. But it's sort of the jumping off point for my final question that I wanted to ask. Now, this is this is a concern that I've had for a little while now in 2020. I know we've we've only started, but we're getting a really good look at all at, at what trends we're going to be seeing in 2020, mm-hmm. and it looks like one is going away. And I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed by this. In order to make room for foldables, wraparound displays, and all of these things that, like, you know, I'm going to use the word transform. In mm-hmm. in uh, in order to make room for transforming phones, we're losing, like, motorized cameras, pop-ups, all of these creative things that happened in 2019. Even certain phones that you might expect to have pop-up cameras don't seem to. Like, we've been seeing, like, the Reno doesn't doesn't have one. No. Uh, I, 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 yeah, it. exactly, yeah. So I'm wondering, like, where do you stand on, how do you feel about about that notion that we're losing one really cool thing that happened just to make room for all these things that kind of require you to be an early adopter? So for me, last year... And to pay way more. And, and, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I think so paying way more is going to be, you, you kind of have to expect it at this point, especially with bleeding at uh, technologies when you're talking about like Mi Mix Alpha, the Mix X, Mate XS. It's hard to say Mate XS quickly. 
Um, yeah. For me, in last year, I was I was looking at it as the the pop up mechanism that we saw, the trend of top up mechanism, like uh, you know with the Reno 10x Zoom, with the uh, OnePlus 7T, uh, not 7. The seven, uh, the seven Pro, seven Pro, mm. you know, and and the other devices that use them, I felt like that was kind of a for me it was more like this is a necessary stepping stone for the behind display kind of camera that we wanted to get because we we had cameras obviously you know always present, always punch hole, always teardrop or something to that effect, and their solution to give us a full display without a camera pop up or ca- camera punch hole there was to go to a pop up mechanism. Now that compromised the IP rating. Wasn't exactly very excited about it, but I was happy with the fact that we at least were moving forward. Uh, the 7T uh, Pro McLaren edition is amazing with that function. I get a full display, 90 hertz, you know, all the bells and whistles you want. I'm not so I'm not feeling so bad that we're moving away from it. My hope is that we move to at least to the behind display options that we saw, because I think that's the future. That's the best way to have it, and it also brings back the IP rating, which enables us to not have to be too uh, sensitive around you know water or rain or anything like that. Whenever we have devices that have pop-up cameras, uh, but I, I definitely appreciated having them specifically on the Reno, especially with the the Reno the shark fin that everybody was loving on. Oh man, I'm always gonna remember that, and I'm. I'm holding on to my 10 times zoom. I'm just oh, like, I, I'm waiting is... for the update. I, I can't wait for the, uh, you know, uh, color OS seven to come out on it. So I'm yeah, definitely very happy. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, you know, as I, kind of making, uh, kind of adding to the theme that we've had throughout this uh, episode, like when it feels cool, it makes us feel cool. And that shark fin, the pop-ups and whatnot, it was just, it, it showed an ingenuity that I feel like we were missing for a while. And then 2019 just sort of threw it to the forefront. Exactly. And now we're kind of going way ham on it with all these foldables and like these wraparound displays and all that. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta let these form factors have a little bit of their day in the sun. And unfortunately we're, we're, we're seeing less and less of a trend that I personally loved. And I kind of hope that I hope we're going to see it again, but you know what, if foldables are what we have to be excited for, it's not hard to be excited for that. No, no, exactly. I think it's, it's definitely going to keep us uh, intrigued, excited. And of course, uh, check, you know, looking forward to how they're going to, uh, you know, bring new tech, new form factor. It's it, that creativity part of what we see from companies is what's being challenged right now. And that's why I'm liking it. I just want to see how many different things. And at the end, you know, we as consumers, not only do have the choice to be able to make our decisions with our wallets, but also, you know, we'll help shape how, you know, 2021 is going to be, which is great. So beginning as a beginning of a year, I'm really excited. We're seeing a lot of cool things and hopefully, the headphone jack does not disappear. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I was happy to see. Well, Sony brought it back in. That was that was a big, big surprise for me. With at least what we saw with the, uh, was it the Xperia One uh, Mach Two? So to me, there is hope, and the V60 also still has it. So that that to me is again, yep. yeah. So excited. All right, great. DK, always love your enthusiasm. It's always the best to have you on. Thank you. Um, really great to have these conversations with you. Even if my camera's not on, you can't react to my face. Uh, <laughs> I know. This whole time I'm looking at myself. It's an interesting. It's like, you know, here, you, you, yeah, I kept, cool. I kept hitting the button. Was my face appearing at least for like a few seconds at a time or, um, or not may, at all? I, I'm going to say possibly, but it didn't show up on my side. It, it didn't. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's yeah. it's just you looking at me smiling the whole time. Your, your normal avatar. <laughs> Well, if, if anything, it proves that your setup is perfect. It's going to be perfectly fine for whatever you're going to use it for. So I appreciate <laughs> good it. Good on you, you for so. that. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. DK, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you online. So uh, you guys can find me on YouTube as TK Bay. And of course, um, on in, you know Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as TKDSL8655. And uh, of course, you know, just uh, reach out, say hello. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, TK. One final thanks to TK for being on the show. Don't forget to check out the show notes so that you know where to follow TK across all social media and also at his YouTube channel. You can also follow me on all social media. I am at JVTechT. You know me. I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. You can also follow my channel on YouTube as well. We're a little bit of a network of great creators here. So you can find me at YouTube.com slash Joshua Vergara as well. However, you're listening to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast, so don't forget to follow Pocket Now across all social media at Pocket Now. Easy to remember. And then... Don't forget to subscribe to the Pagano YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for following the podcast, no matter what podcasting app you might use. And we will see you in our next episode.